Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, esteemed listeners of Sirius FM and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'a. We welcome you to our Bliss of Marriage. The date today is the 21st of Muharram, 1445, corresponding to the Gregorian calendar, the 9th of August, 2023. Alhamdulillah, we have our Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Saab who will be joining us in a moment. Mulana Arafat Saab is still um, recovering, inshallah. We can make dua for him as well. You can send in your questions through to, to the number 084-786-3132. 084-786-3132 If you are out of South Africa, foreign country, plus 27 is the code 084-786-3132 Let's welcome Mufti Saab, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain Saab, Tamad Barakatuh Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Barakallahu feekum wa zaid khan, jazakallahu khairan Mufti Saab, the first question here is, I'm an alima, I'm looking for a professional university student, preferably a doctor, because I want to show him the truth. What does Mufti Saab advise? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasoolil kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 21st of Muharram 1445. Before I respond to that question, few announcements. Number one is this, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Regarding the Adhan issue, that started few years ago there in Ispingo Beach, right next to Madrasa Talimuddin. I even went to that Hindu person's house, but he was not there or he didn't want to open. But nevertheless, Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, out of His grace, out of His mercy, gave us a wonderful, spectacular victory to the Muslims of South Africa. And He lost very badly, and He has to pay cost as well. Each one of us should read two rakats Allah to shukr and thank Almighty Allah, Jalla wala, for all His recurring bounties and favors. And we should also remember the dua of Nabi Musa, alayhi salat, Almighty Allah Jalla Wala teaches us that Almighty Allah guided them, that is the prophets and messengers, so you must walk in their footsteps. Remember that 25 prophets and messengers' names are mentioned in the Noble Quran. And in chapter 28, verse 17, Almighty Allah taught us, he Qala Nabi Musa alayhi salam said, Rabbi bima an'amta alayya, that Ya Allah, because of your bounties, favors, which are ever showering, recurring upon me, falan akuna zahiral lil mujrimin, then never will I be a person who is going to have the mujrimin, the criminals, 
today we see so many people doing wrong, ulama doing wrong, and the so-called scholars, organizations doing wrong, but because we just want to please people and so forth, we go ahead and then we assist them and so forth. So that is totally unacceptable. People close the masjid, we want to help them. People don't want to call the Shias kufar, we assist them. People go to court who to join the lesbians, we join them. So all these type of things are unacceptable. Surah 28, verse 17. And Almighty Allah taught us we must always follow the Anbiya and Prophets in all walks of life. Allah. Those are the people remember that Almighty Allah Jalla Wala has guided them, selected them for Bihuda Humuktadi, chapter number 6, Surah Al An'am, and verse number 90, So that's the first issue regarding the Azan. Second issue is I received a message from Monana Parak's father and is there in Durban and some people entered his house and really assaulted him. He's in serious condition there in the clinic hospital. Make dua all Allah make it easy for Mona Barak, for his family, his parents and all of them. And we know that the situation in South Africa is very, very volatile. Things can just change in a split second. Daily give out some charity. Daily keep on reading soon. Surah 12, verse number 64. Fallahu khayrun hafidah wa huwa arhamur rahimeen. Surah 12, verse 64. Ya Allah, you are the best protector and he Allah alone, huwa arhamur rahimeen, is the most merciful one to show mercy. And thereafter, we must remember today in South Africa, for you, the listeners, there in the foreign countries, is a public holiday, yeah, they call it Women's Day. 16 June they call Youth Day so I wonder when they're going to have Men's Day you see so they got the youth they got the women and the men they said no you don't need holiday so it's all this kufar mentality you must remember if I pose these three questions then you tell me what is going on in our current beautiful country South Africa these are official statistics I believe it's much more 80 82 murders per day takes place so who are there Mostly the women going to suffer there, and they are murdered, and then 50 plus rapes per day in South Africa. So what Women's Day are you really celebrating and so forth? Women's Day, if you're celebrating for us as Muslims, every day we celebrate it. We say a mother is that al jannatu tahta aqdam al-ummahat. Open Mishka Sharif, al jannatu inda rijliha, under the feet of the mother. Remember, there you will find paradise. How many are mother by Muslims today? Muslims, we should hang them if you ask me. Hmm. That you must remember this. They dump their parents in the old age home, never see them again, and maybe one day they will go their Father's Day, Mother's Day. So these are the people need to be punished severely, you must remember this, for treating their parents as a liability and as an outcast and so forth.
Then our wives, Quran Sharif taught us, Treat your wives with justice and treat your wives with love and respect. It's compulsory that. And Habibuna Hadith, The best of you is the best of you who treats his wife and children very, very well. I, Habibuna is the best to my wives and my children authentic hadith in Tirmidhi reported by Siddiqa Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu Hazaji Nawalallahu Marqadahu of Jalalabad Hazrat Muhammad Siyullah Khan Sahib we used to sit in his majlis every day, mashallah, in 1977 in Ramadan, and then he gave me the name that time, Wala and all that. So nevertheless, I heard him saying this, I heard it on several occasions. He said, the whole world can say you're good, but if your wife and children say you are bad, then you are bad even by all Allah and Nabi alayhi salam. And the whole world can say you are bad, but your wife and children say you are good then by Allah Jalla wala, and Mustafa Rasulullah you are good our daughters what we do today A B C the C syndrome I call it we call it so we gave them clothing we gave them cash we gave them uh, computers we gave them cars and we gave them you must remember that cycles and so many C's we give them the greatest C we didn't give them and what is that Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif ma nahala walidun nahlan ahsana min adab bin hasan the greatest gift O father mother you can give your son daughter is good character did you prepare your daughter tomorrow she'll get married does she know how to cook does she know how to sew does she know how to run a house and we just carry on spoil them and so forth and just dial this dial a roti dial a potato dial a this dial a this dial a mufti everything and then when they get married big problems and so forth so we must prepare our sons also sitting on their laurels and thinking of hadi and playing with the internet and playing with the movies it's not going to help you brother you have to become an asset to humanity and posterity now we come to your question we have to rephrase this question you must remember sister I am an alima. You know alima know nothing. Don't live in the world of self-deception. You must remember that you study three, four, five years and I'm an alima. In Arabic, we have a usul, we have a principle. Man qala ana alimun fawajahilun. When a person says I'm an alim, I'm an alim, in reality is a jahil, is an ignorant person. See, today is Wednesday. Everybody knows, I think, because I mentioned it several times on the radio. This afternoon, 4.30, quarter to 5, I will go to the Khanka, read Salat there because Jamaat is there, quarter to 5 now. And then from there, I'll go to Zakaria. I'll spend 40, 45 minutes, inshallah, with Hazrat Bifazan Mufti Rizal Haksab. We, his first students in Karachi. We, his first batch, 1974. Also with Allah's Fazal, work it out from 74 to 2023. You do the maths yourself and work it out. Why we go there with students? So, and we did Maghrib Salat together. Then I go to Dars and lesson. So last week, Hazrat started Sahih Muslim. So it will be Sahih Muslim. It was Ibn Majah. 
So we sit with the students. So we become a student. We are a student for the whole of our life. Seek knowledge from the womb to the tomb. Seek knowledge from the cradle to the grave. It's not hadith. This. People say hadith is not hadith. It's a saying. It's a proverb, remember. Don't come with the story of my alima and all that. That is already arrogance and pride. And then your question, no, I want the university guy. Most university, I don't say all, most university guys have already slept with some woman. So why you want the university guy? Then you turn your the question the other way around. Say, no, I will change him. What happens if he changes you? So you got the whole thing upside down, my sister. Remember, if you are tayyibah, then you must look for a tayyib person. Surah 24, Surah Nur, and verse number 16. So uh, verse number 26, Surah 24, verse 26. From verses 11 to 26, 16 verses were revealed from Mother Aisha radiallahu anha. Go read if you know Urdu, Ma'ariful Quran of Hazrat Mufti Shafi Sahib. And in English also. If you know Arabic, go read Tafsir of Surah Nur or by Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni in his various Tafsir. Sheikh Islam Ibn Taymiyyah wrote a whole book on Tafsir of Surah Nur. Go read that. So take all that ideas out. I want a rich guy. I want the doctor. You give me a good vaccine and so <laughs> forth and so on. And all these kind of things. Yeah. So for today is Wednesday. So after Zohar, you read two rakat salat and then you read Surah 25, verse 74. Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa dhurriyatina qurrata a'yun. Ya Allah grant us spouses and such children and offspring that are the coolness of the eyes. Remember that. And regarding wealth, you male, you're going to get married to that female just for wealth. You female, you're just going to get married to that male just for his wealth. Then remember that man samma asamma Allahu bihi. Hadith mentioned in Mustad Ahmad Sahih. When you get married just for wealth, you want to show off with it. Allah will disgrace you in front of those people there. So sister, I don't know you. I don't know your family. But I will tell you the alima you say. Take all the ideas out. Say I'm a taliba. I'm a student. And then change your niyat. And all that for the love of Allah. Innamal a'malu bin niyat. Jaisi niyat, waisi barakat. Then somebody good will come inshallah. Muftisab, I see my husband is always chatting with women. He has a Facebook on his phone as well, but he blames me for being paranoid. So you must remember that this human being's nature, everything of Islam is the natural system, the just system. So human nature is such that when he does wrong, he always looks for a scapegoat. Quran has mentioned this. Balil insanu ala nafsihi basira walaw alqa ma'azira. You know, human being deep down, they know that they are guilty, but outwardly, that they will put some excuse and give some excuse and so forth. Almighty Allah has mentioned this in Surah Qiyamah, chapter number 75, and verses 14 and 15. Chapter 75, verses 14 15. So now you are married. You are a tayyibah, a chaste lady, pure lady. Your husband is busy on the internet 
on Facebook and maybe Instagram and on the chat line, speaking to this prostitute, speaking to that lady, speaking to another lady who slept with 50 men and 100 men maybe. So all that. So these are the street ladies. When you tell him, he'll tell you, no, you paranoid, you the problem, and so forth and so on. So that is what has happened in today's society, you must remember. And even when the husband sleeps with his wife and being intimate and fulfills the conjugal relationship, he's not sleeping with his wife. He's dreaming, fantasizing of that prostitute and street lady and so forth. So that is the big problem here. The pure and the impure can never ever be equal. Even if the abundance of impurity, it impresses you. O people of intelligence, intellect, then you will be successful and so forth. So this is how Satan, Lucifer, Iblis, and their cronies and so forth, they have taken the TV, taken the movies, taken the internet, and what and what artificial intelligence to another level completely, and what is that? Satan has beautified it and said, see how beautiful it looks and so forth. So that, uh, now look at the family structures. That That is the aim of the, the world, the new world order. They want to destroy the family structure totally. One world order run from Washington and spiritual capital will be Jerusalem and the Jutlas will run the world and so forth so we Muslims we need to wake up you just go to Google now you got Google you got your phone there just press there who is the world's biggest criminal who is the world's biggest criminal I sent it out yesterday so Narendra Modi the butcher of Gujarat you must remember the world's biggest criminal in one week what they did to the Muslims less than a week over 300 shops and houses they demolished it in Haryana and so forth the Jutlas these others Zionists and so forth what they are doing with their terrorist apartheid regime so if me and you Alhamdulillah today also the lawyers contacted me this we doing this we doing this I said Alhamdulillah so we are there we prepared to give them the medium everything Salman Khan was on yesterday Yesterday, yesterday he was on, Mona. So yeah, Salman Khan was on yesterday. We sent it out to all of you. So we have to wake up. We have to become proactive and so forth. But now, before we can become proactive, so the Satan, Shaitan came and he distracted us. You play this, play this, play this, and all these kind of things there. So that is our big problem. And then the people say, who are you to judge us? Sayyidina Umar radiallahu said, there's no such thing as we judging you and all that hadith in Bukhari Sharif we will pass the verdict according to the prima facie evidence and what is in the inner recesses of your heart all that that Allah Ta'ala will tell you on day of justice but we have to continue with the verdict and the fatwas and so forth according to the knowledge that we see and what is in front of us so take all these ideas
years out, the Western culture, the Kufar culture, nobody can judge me and so forth and so on. So Islam don't agree with all these ideas. Mufti Sahib, is it permissible to see other suitors for marriage after the istikhara was positive? The reason being the groom's party wanted me to wait six months before getting married. So you must remember that you should have clarified all these issues before you made the istikhara. So now you made istikhara for ABC. He's the suitor and shooter. He came to see you. And now he says, no, he'll only marry you after six months because he must arrange a house. He must arrange a job. He must buy the uh, microwave and stove and fridge and double bed and a lot of stories they'll give you. So all that should be done before the istikhara and now you say that now can you allow other people so my advice will be you must make mashura with your parents if your parents are very very happy with this person yeah you are very happy then just wait that six months and get married with this proviso between you and him there is no whatsapp there's no phone calls there's nothing and remember the khitbah is done khitbah means that the engagement is done so you the family promise we will give you our daughter you promise the voice family you will give the son that is khitbah and the khutbah is on the occasion when the nikah takes place so in that interim period there will be no contact and so forth then it's fine so you must remember that although not ideal but if your parents are really happy you are happy then don't carry on and make yourself cheap now entertain this one and this one just go ahead and marry this person here inshallah Mufti Zab, what is the virtue of breastfeeding Alhamdulillah, remember that for every good deed you do, all may Allah, Jalalah, reward you. A mother does three things which no male can do. Today, these enemies of Islam, you must remember that when Satan, Lucifer, Iblis, Shaitan was expelled from Jannah, for Nabi Adam, alayhi salam, Sayyidah Hawwa, radiallahu anha, so you will say Allah transferred them from Jannah and paradise to this world. For Iblis, Shaitan and his offspring, you say Allah expelled them. Expel means you will never see Jannah and paradise again. So on this earth then he took various oaths. He said, Wala'amurannahum falayugayyirunna khalqallah. Chapter 4, verse 119. I am going to command them, this human being, and they will change the creation of Allah. So now they speak of gender equality, gender equity, and so forth and so on. America says we will not give assistance except to those countries where there is gender Hmm. and they must be equal. I want to ask you, what is equal in Saudi Arabia? is the most zulam oppressive country in the world. Complete dictatorship. You send one tweet against him, MBS, Murtad bin Shaitan, in Saudi Arabia, they lock you up for five, ten years. So you must remember these things here. So it's all just cheap talk. You must remember that. What about my brothers there in Gitmo, Guantanamo Bay, 2830 of them? What about my sister, Dr. Afia Siddiqui, in the hellhole there in America? So that is where you must remember they all got double standards and so forth. So the point I'm making here is this. Your mother, our mothers are so special in Islam. Now she conceived, she became pregnant. What Quran says? Hamalatu ummuhu wahanan ala wahan. 
as the gestation, the pregnancy progressed, then her feet, her body became weaker and weaker, and now she had to go through all that, seven months, eight months, nine months. Who which man can do that? In Britain, you must remember that one guy went to the clinic hospital, they asked him, are you pregnant? So that is how the Western satanic system works now. They're going to ask the man whether you're pregnant or not, you see. So it shows that how confused the brains of the doctor is and how his, his own fuses are blown. And then she gave birth. So for aja ahal makhadu ila nakhla. Makhad, the labor pain. So all that difficulty you go through. Thereafter, then the breastfeeding. So these three actions make the mother so special. Mana haqqu bi husni suhbati ya Rasulullah. Who deserve my companionship the most? Ummak, thumma ummak, thumma ummak, thumma abak. Open al-adabul mufrad, you will find your beloved mother, your beloved mother, your beloved mother. So for every drop of milk she gave, she gets a reward for that. And therefore, there's a special bond between child and between mother. So you must remember these things here. Yeah. And you brothers there who don't have time for your mother because you're worshipping your wife the whole time, this is one of the signs of Qiyamat. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi sallam said, Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, and he is so obedient to his wife and totally disobedient to his mother. So you see what we're doing now. So that is where we're getting the whole thing wrong. So you must breastfeed and the maximum period for breastfeeding is two lunar years. That is the fatwa of Shafi'is, Hanafis, Malikis, Hanbalis, all the chapter 31 verse 14 and 13 14 you will find it there and remember that only Imam Abu Hanifa rahimahullah states you can go to Salah Suna Shahra two and a half years so we say Gunjaish here we say there is scope for that so meaning you are the mother today tomorrow your two lunar years are ending that son of yours daughter of yours he don't want to leave he wants the breast milk so carry on no problem inshallah I myself I went long over that you must remember that my mother told me you you don't want to leave the bulk you must remember this kind of things yeah. so that is how you build that special affinity with your mother understand these things yeah. a person says my husband is an oppressor I want to charge him for this free service of breastfeeding how much should I charge no you're the wife you can't charge breastfeeding it's totally haram you must remember that that will walida to your so you must remember that whilst you are the wife then you cannot charge for breastfeeding yes you are divorced and so forth now you're out of his nikah and now you are doing a favor then you can charge him and so forth but whilst you are in that nikah that marriage is still is still self is still subsisting so then there's no charging and so forth and it don't mean now you want to say okay you oppressive to me, I'll fix you up. Excel your rechmach. You know, in Afrikaans they say. So that is wrong idea that. What you must do is this. The husband is oppressive when he's in a good mood, all that. You know his moods. So you must show him the Quran, 
Sharif, chapter 4, verse 19. Start ta'aleem, take riyadu salihin, allama nawawi rahimamullah, et a'lamun nas bi madhabi shafi'iya ba'dal imam shafi'i. One of the greatest scholars of the shafi'i school after imam shafi'i himself. And he wrote me riyadu salihin, he wrote the commentary on Muslim Sharif and al-minhaj, the fiqhu shafi'iya, all the fatwas are based on his verdict, most of them, al-majmu and all the other books and so forth. So remember, they never got married. He used to have one meal a day. He, oh, he passed away at the age of 45. Left a legacy that will run for 450 years and more. So remember that. So much ikhlas and sincerity. So take Riyadu Salihin, start reading Ta'aleem in your house. Today is Wednesday. So after Zohar, read to Rakat Salat. Make special dua. He's not at work. Both of you sit and make dua. Read the Asma'ullah al-Husna, the 99 beautiful names of Allah. Ya Wadud, Ya Wadud. Ya Allah, you are the creator of love. Bring that love within our hearts, Ya Allah. Ya Wadud, Ya Wadud. Allahumma alif bayna qulubina. Allahumma aslih data baynina. Ya Allah, bring the muhabba, mawadda, the love within the inner recess of our heart. Ya Allah, the ups and downs and vicissitudes of life we go through. Wa aslih data baynina. Bring about the reform and goodness within us, Ya Allah. So all these are powerful duas. <coughs> you read it, inshallah. Take the books of Hazrat Mohana Zakaria, Sheikh Al-Hadith, Fazail Al-A'mal. Read it and you will see. But the key is consistency. Ahabbul A'mali ilallahi adwamuha wa inqalla. So every day you must do it. People tell me when you come on air. I say I come on air seven days a week. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And I'm almost reaching 70 now. You know, with Allah's help, if you take Islamic calendar and so forth. So if you want to do something, you will do it. You want to sit on your laurels and you want to sit and think of Adi, then even 16, 17, you'll be flat and your tires will be punctured. So you must have zeal, enthusiasm, cry to beg Allah, Allah se mangna hai, Allah se manwana hai, then you will have something in life. So that is what you do. You say, no, you do one, I'll fix you up. I, I won't do for you. So then you're going to create bigger problems in your marriage. Inshallah, we'll go for the break and meet you after that. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jamaa. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahle Sunnah wal Jamaa. Alhamdulillah, we return to this program. Mufti Sahib, my mother-in-law doesn't guide her children to what is right. She gossips behind their backs from one to the other. Please advise what what is the correct way. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. My eyes just fell on the programs that's going to follow. I see that 3.35 to 4, we have here a program called Fiqh, according to the four schools of thought. And the topic today is nikah and marriage with Hafiz Muhammad Bera and myself. So listen to between three and four. Very, very interesting this afternoon, inshallah. Mother-in-law story will never get finished till day of Kiyama. You must remember that. So you see, it's a case of Meme Tutu. You must remember. Meme Tutu is Urdu, not Bishop Tutu and all that. So I say, you say, he say, she say, and all that. If you bring that mother-in-law, who you're speaking about, and see, I tell her, Kala, tell me about your daughter-in-law. 
You'll see what the long list she will give and so forth. So what must we learn? All parties, whether it's daughter-in-law, whether it's mother-in-law, father-in-law, son-in-law, husband, wife, all of us, that when the nikah is performed, so the imam, the sheikh, the maulana, whoever, so we read certain verses. And before the ijab and kabul, the proposal, acceptance, I officially now, that we ask him that you prepare to marry this, this, and all. Then he says, yes, I married to her, and I accept her, and all that in my marriage, and so forth. So before all that, when we recite the khutbah, then every verse we read, Ya yunnasu taqu rabbakum alladhi khalakakum, Ya alladhina amanu taqu Allah haqqa tuqatihi, Ya alladhina amanu taqu Allah wa qulu qawlan sadida. So every verse is telling us about taqwa. So what is taqwa? So that is the vital ingredient that is missing in our life today. Eighty-nine times in the Noble Qur'an, Allah has used this phrase, Ya yuwalladzina amanu, Ya yuwalladzina amanu. E iman walo, why? Because the true iman will motivate us towards taqwa and piety and Allah consciousness and so forth. Fil khalwa wal jalwa, in our private life and our public life. Today we are sanctimonious, we have a double identity. In front of people with somebody else, when we're in privacy with somebody else, that is a big problem. So Allama Kastalani Rahimamullah wrote a book called Mawahibul Duniya. The author is Allama Kastalani. And the book's name is Mawahibul Duniya. So he, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala, an, who was a linguist par excellence, was asked, what is taqwa? What is taqwa? So these are the sentences he made, and all end with alarm. Al-khawfu min al-jaleel, you must have the fear of Allah Ta'ala. That fear, if a snake or something comes here, even I'll run away. So that is khawf. The khashya is, you must remember that you inculcate it out of the love for Almighty Allah, out of the respect for Almighty Allah. So al-khawfu meaning al-khashya. So al-khawfu min al-jaleel. So you build that fear up for Almighty Allah, Jalla wala. And then, wal-amalu bit-tanzeel. You practice on Qur'an Sharif and Sunnah Mubarakah, not on your rewaj and your rasm and your custom and tradition and all, when it is in conflict with the Sharia. Now the groom is going, bride are going, you take some coconuts and put there by the tire of the car. Why? Because you go nuts with the coconuts, you see. So all these kind of customs got no place in Islam, you must remember. It's Hindu customs, these things. Then, al-khawfu min al-jaleel, wal-amalu bil-tanzeel, wal-qana'atu bil-qaleel. And you are content with the little bit we got. Today, what is the big problem? The wife keeps on demanding. The husband says, I don't, I can't meet your expectations. The husband is rich. He don't want to spend. And so many problems like that. So if both parties come to that, we can lead a simple life. Today, I had a question. The person owns, you must remember, he's what? In debt, five million. His wages per month is 50,000 rand. And he's asking, can he take zakat? You know, how you can take zakat when your wages is forty, fifty thousand 50,000 a month? 
because you want to live it up, you see. I must have this sofa set, I must have this TV, I must have this car, I must have this phone and all. So we lead a life, artificial life, mm. to impress people, you understood. So you must remember these things, yeah. And nobody gets impressed, you must remember. They just turn their back and then they talk nonsense of you. So therefore, your mother-in-law, she's just turning around and then she goes, daughter-in-law, he kari, I, who kari, I, who. So everybody's story, she's going on. Obviously, we all know it's wrong, but you must remember that that is the society today that we live in and we can't condone it, we have to condemn it. So I'm teaching you, once you get this in your life, then all the problems will be solved. Learn to lead a simple life, not this artificial life and just to show off and so forth. So, وَالْقَنَاءَةُ bil And then, وَالْإِسْتِعْدَادُ لِيَوْمِ rahil And prepare in this worldly life for our final departure. So, you must remember that just today we heard that the Janazah Day in Durban, you must remember that Habib's son passed away and so forth. Allah grant the marhum Jannatul Firdaus and so forth. So I don't know the person, but somebody phoned here by the house and told us this happened and so forth. So all this here we hear daily. So that is what you must do. So now you... If really, let us say that, I don't believe your story, first of all, because when you'll ask questions, you'll eat so much masala and spice, you see. So therefore, I say one is the husband's story, one is the wife's story, and one is the true story. So we have to look at it from three perspectives, you understood? So there might be a problem, I agree, but not to the extent that you'll make it out to be, you'll see. So we have to sift it out and so forth. So let's give you the benefit of the doubt and say okay it is a problem now what so if that person is really a menace in your life so read surah 29 verse 30 rabbin surni alal qawmil mufsidin ya allah you assist me against these mischief makers troublemakers i just told you just now Read the Asma'ullah al-Husna, chapter 7, verse 180. Asma'ul Husna biha. Almighty Allah has wonderful, beautiful names, the 99 names. You read it, you go to Jannah, man hafidaha dakhal al-Jannah, man ahsaha dakhal al-Jannah. You by heart it, 99 names, you enter paradise. You look inside the hadith in Bukhari Sharif of by hearting, memorizing. You look inside and read it, you go to Jannah, hadith in Chapter 7, verse 180, Invoke and call Almighty Allah, Jalla by His beautiful, wonderful names and attributes and so forth. Then you read, Ya Muntaqimu, Ya Muntaqimu, Ya Allah, you know everything, past, present, and future. Your knowledge is all-embracing, all-encompassing. Nothing is obscure from you, Ya Allah. You know who's the zalim. You know who is the Muslim and the oppressed person. You take care of him or her. Speak to Allah. Then you will see how many times in life people made so much propaganda against us, against me, against this one. We speak to Allah. Suddenly you see everything turns the other way around. So you must remember that. That is Allah's system. You must remember. Allah lets halat conditions come because Allah wants we must turn more and more to Him. La malja'a wa la manja'a minka illa ilayk. Ya Allah, there's no one to help me. 
me. I don't have any door to go to except your door. And you told us, Ud'uni astajiblakum, call me, beg of me, implore me, and I will answer your call. But we're not prepared to do these things here. So we'll come on the radio and mother-in-law did this, mother-in-law. Story time. Now today is a public holiday. It's Women's Day. So a lot of women are at home. A lot of brothers are at home. And I told the story a hundred times, but never mind. So two stories. You see, many years ago, we were in Arafat. Day of Arafat. We're all in Ihram. So one sister came to me. She said, Mufti, I want to ask you a question. I said, ask me, no problem. She said that what dua can I read this afternoon? My mother-in-law must die quickly. This is <laughs> right in Arafat. So I told her, Ben, can't you make this dua? Ya Allah, bring muhabbat, ulfat, and mawadda, guide my mother-in-law so that me and she can be on good terms. Isn't that better than you making such a dua? Allah Ta'ala must just finish her up. Maybe you're thinking somebody must give a poison or something. So see, right in Hajj, this is true story. I got Quran in my hand. So you must remember these things here. So that is how the people are today. These are all stories. Eh? This one that I'm telling you now. No kitab, no hadith in there. You see, Suleiman, we just make you the story. That So now you're married. Now you got mother-in-law. So one day they decided to go from here to Eldorado Park. You see, like that. From here, Lanesia to Soweto. So it was a nice sunny day. When they went, it started drizzling suddenly. So two buses, one bus with a daughter-in-law, one bus with a mother-in-law. So the bus with a mother-in-law, it kept size, you see. All of them passed away. So some daughter-in-law, really very sad, they crying, you know. Others crying out of happiness. Others crying spaza, you know, kali-kali, just to show the world and so forth, you know. So now, so now after three, four, five days, one daughter-in-law is crying, crying so much. So they ask her, why are you crying so much? You say, I'm crying so much. My mother-in-law, she missed the bus, you see. So the first time I said the story at night on CII. So the next day when I went, man, the colleagues told me there's a lady, she's phoning three, four times already. She says something urgent. So I used to go late, you know. So, yeah, when we were in Lens. So anyway, so I used to, I just sat down after three, five minutes, the same lady phoned. Say, Mufti, you know that lady, that mother-in-law who missed the bus? It's my mother-in-law. What must I do now? I said, Ben, don't worry. I'll send another bus for your mother-in-law also. Now that is how we were. So... You must have such mother-in-law that she's making dua for you. You see where I'm sitting now? My mother-in-law completely blind. She passed away here. I told my wife, you got 10 babies, you got 10 brothers, and they got wives. Nobody can care to take care for your mother like how you can take care. They are great people, good people, but you are the only daughter. You must take care, and I will be there 100% to support you. So we went, we told her, uh, I used to call her Masi, you come here, everything. Then I told her, Masi, you can't stay in my house free of charge. You have to patala rental. She said, 100%. So what's the rental? So I told her, every day you must read two rakat salat and you must make dua for me. So we agreed. She's happy. I'm happy. 
I used to go to the radio and come back. I ask her, Masi, Kiraya, take you. She speaks Gujarati, you know. So she said, Ah, Kiraya, take you. So you see. So when you have that, then you go far in life. Today we can't look after our own mother. What you talk of looking after mother-in-law and this type of thing? We see mother-in-law that the day she died, the better for us. So that is our problem. Remember that. Bring Iman. Bring Taqwa. Then everything will work out. Lead simple life. Don't lead life to impress people and show off to people. That is the biggest musibet we got today. We just want to impress. The car I drive, the house I got, the furniture I got, everything on higher purchase, on bond and interest. So how are you going to have a good life when Quran says Allah is going to make war with you? Mm. Surah 2, verse 279, If you don't abstain, refrain from interest, be prepared for a war against Allah Jalla Wala, against Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Mufti Sahib, in this day and age, how do we go about finding partners? How do you find partners 40, 50 years ago? So I found my wife. I told you the other day, I got two fish in my life. One fish day in Heidelberg, I didn't go to school. And I just pulled out. But we have semi-blind fish, you understood? I just put brown bread and pulled it out. But I didn't know how to pull the fish out from the hook, you understand? So from the river, I went to the shop. My father, everybody there. Everybody laughing. Nobody asking me, how come you never went to school? I still got my white shirt and my gray trouser on. They say, what you doing with this fish? <laughs> Nobody asked, how come you never went to school? You understood? So it was like that in those days. So anyway, long story. So first fish, second fish was that I came home from Karachi, you understand? And I told my Masi, my master, my mother's sister, my Kala, and my sister, I said, Pakistan, I don't like this Pakistani food. I'm tired, fed up. I better get married. They said, oh, very good. There's a girl just here. I just saw her and I proposed same time. I said, next week we get married. So they said, no, 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 you can't do like this. So the father was gone in tablik or something. So next day he came for that time. He saw me. So this time was thinking, so he knew me a little bit. So he came and proposed to me. He said, I'm not kissing me and all that, you see. So I told him, we can we get married. Now what? He said, no, no, no. After Ramadan and then you go Karachi. So you see, if both parties are simple, and it finish you do it. Now, we got too many lantanas and too many stories and all these things here. Was it? I want this kind of girl. She must have green eyes. She must be stunned. She must weigh so much. She must have blonde hair. She and she said, no, I must have a guy who drives a BMW, be my wife, must drive this kind of car, must be a doctor, must be this, must be this. Nobody asks. 90%, 80%. There's no concern at all. Does this guy read five times a lot? Does this lady read five times a lot? How is their belief structure? Are they not Shias and Qadianis and all these things? Yeah? How is the character of this person and how is the family? All this don't even enter our hearts and minds today. Remember this. That is why we get so many divorces because we the things that are really important, we marginalize that. And the things that are on the margin, then that we make that the most important. What advice I'll give you? For this day and this age, the first time I said it, the people got very upset. But now they start agreeing with me. I said that in this age and this day is best for you. You must tell your 
future in-laws, your future husband, your future wife, whatever you want to call, that we're going to live separate. Because once the mother-in-law, daughter-in-law are in the same kitchen, I don't say all, but 70%, 75%, then they skopskit and donor, then all the fighting starts. They can't agree. You must the wife say, my mother taught me I must make the bajas and samosas this way. Then mother-in-law say, you must do my way. My son likes it this way. Now there the fight starts, you see. Who's got that big heart? They do this way, do that way, no problem and so forth. So that is where all the problems also start. Mufti Sabe, a person says, I feel despondent and want some hope. I, if, one, if I went out of the fall of Islam and I came back into Islam, I've breastfed previous children, babies. <coughs> Will I lose all those rewards because I became murtad and I came back into the fall of Islam now? Sister, your life is like this. You were 18, 20, 25 years old. You were Muslim. You fell in love with a non-Muslim person or whatever else, right? I'm giving you your chronological table. And thereafter, you left Islam. Al-Iyazubillah became a murtadda. The hadith in Bukhari Sharif says, Man When a person becomes a murtad, male or female, so remember is the death penalty. That is the verdict of the Shafi'is, of the Malikis, of the Hanbalis. And that call is Qawlu Sahih. So that is the fatwa we give also. So, and the hadith to punish the lady with death is the hadith of Umm Marwan mentioned in Dara Kutni. The, the fatwa of the Hanafis is thus that the person who is a murtad, the man for him is death penalty. For the lady will be al-habs, that she'll be imprisoned, incarcerated, hatta tamut or tatub, until she dies or till she repents. So you repented. So there's nothing now, my sister. You must go. Go open your Quran Sharif now. Chapter 39, verse 53. I'm making it easy for you. You got the 13-line Quran, right? So maybe you don't understand chapter 39, verse 53. So I'm making it easy for you because you seem very sincere. You're showing remorse and regret and so forth. So that is what Allah Ta'ala wants. Mistakes, we all make mistakes. So all Allah Jalla Wala is teaching us. Open Surah, open the 24th Supara. Open the 24th Supara and open there there's a surah you see 24th supara is 1, 2, 3 the beginning of the 4th page so in the uh, 13th line Quran so surah 39 verse 53 I'm reading for you Qul you ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tell the people ya Allah is saying ya ibadi alladhina asrafu wala anfusihim Allah says oh my servants who went beyond the limits you went and became murtered. You committed this crime, that crime. Then, now you're showing remorse. Never become disillusioned in the mercy of Allah. People will castigate us, criticize us. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu arda was asked, Ayyatu ayatin arja in the kafi kitabillah. Which ayat, ya Ali, Amir al-Mu'mineen, Fatih Khaybar radiallahu anhu arda, gave you the 
most inspiration, motivation. He read this verse. Never become disillusioned in the mercy of Allah. Allah will forgive all the sins. So now you are back as a Muslim. Every day make toba. Every day read Surah 3, verse number 8. Rabbana la tuzikh kulubana pada ithadaytana wahablana milladunka rahma. Ya Allah, do not let our hearts get deviated after you gave us the nur, the hidayat, and the effulgence and radiance. Wahablana milladunka rahma. O Allah, grant us from your side the special mercy to envelope us. Inna kaantal wahab. See Surah chapter 3, verse 8. Surah 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 101. Tawafani Muslima. Ya Allah, let me die with Iman and Islam. Walihikni bi salihin. Ya Allah, unite me with the pious and devout servants, Ya Allah. All the good deeds you did, remember that you will still be rewarded. That is the fatwa of Imam Abu Hanifa, Rahimullah. <coughs> Imam Abu Hanifa was a genius. He was asked this question, you'll understand, that if a person, you must remember, perform hajj and then became murtad, must he make hajj again? It's better, but if you don't make that, that first hajj, inshallah, Allah ta'ala. So some Hanafi scholars say that, some say that. But anyway, that is the fatwa we give. We say that no, that your good deeds will still be accepted provided you came back into the fold of Islam and the good deeds you did Allah is off forgiving he said himself la taqnatu min rahmatillah inna allaha yaghfiru dhunuba jamia so whenever that negativity comes surah 7 verse 200 then read a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem wa imma yanzaghannaka minash shaitani nazghun fasta is billah so always remain positive with Almighty Allah Jalla Wala Allah Jalla Wala make easy Wednesday afternoon make dua Barakallahu Fiqh Tazakallahu Khair to you Mu'zahid we will send out the podcast in the afternoon inshallah Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh Wa Alaikum Assalam Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh Ahlan Wa Sahalan Marhaba Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah Welcome Yaa